Welcome to another episode of Being Black 2020. I am your host, Haru Anu, also known as Joshua X. And today's episode will be about sex, sacred energy exchange. This is a very important episode, so let's get locked in. Let's, uh, let me get your attention as much as you possibly can. Let's focus on the topic at hand while I break down the principles and explain how we can um, best use this process um, to uh, lift ourselves up and to create a dominant, strong um, lineage of people. Okay, so let's get into it, family. Sex. This is a this is a big topic for a lot of us, man. A lot of uh, a lot of us struggle with uh, the misuse of this of this uh, of this term of this of this procedure of this sacred procedure. So, sex is a sacred energy exchange. Sacred energy exchange. So a lot of people just think of sex as a a muse, a form of physical activity. They think of sex as a recreational activity. A lot of people use sex as a as a mental buffer. You know, when you're feeling sad, you like to fuck. You feeling happy, you like to fuck. You feeling, you know what I'm saying? You feeling you feeling uh, you in the mood. You just want to release endorphins. You just want to have sex. And there is a danger in doing that. So let me just speak of, let me just speak on personal experience um, about how my life was when I was indulging in sex for, before I get into the scientific, you know, the the fallacies in doing and acting in this way. Let me just talk about the emotional, because I always like to talk about the emotional benefactors in doing a certain uh, ritual or because it is ritualistic when you're doing something on an occasional basis when you're doing something on a frequent basis uh that's called a ritual so when most people get into their sex rituals like me uh when i used to have sex uh all the time and i was a slave to my urges i i used to do it like i said i used to feel horny so i used to do it you know what i'm saying i used to get in the mood i used to see uh i was all on tv you know what I'm saying? So it didn't take long for me to get horny. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I didn't really value women uh, to a high regard. You know, I valued women all my life, but I never really uh, looked at them as uh, the goddesses that they were. And I never looked at them as the the harbingers of life as they were. And uh, I never looked at them as equal, uh, being as being growing up in this misogynistic society, I never looked at women as equal. I, I always knew that they were they were strong, they were they were intelligent. I always knew that they were, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh beautiful and spontaneous and, you know, uh, uh you know, they were needed. I always, I always knew that women were needed, but I didn't think they were equal. And and I think largely the part to do that was because I was into Christianity, and it said that a woman came from a man's rib. So just that psychology made it seem as though you need a uh, a man, <laughs> you need a man to produce a woman. So that's weird and that's wrong. So I just want to deny that right now on the podcast. That is wrong. That never happened, and I do not believe in that. You know what I do believe in in the science of the subject. 
is that, you know, it takes a woman and a man to create a baby, to, to manifest a child. It takes a woman and a man. So that's just the science of it. So once I start observing and learning the science of it more, it, it grew my respect for women. So when I didn't have this respect, when I was going out uh, abusing my body, I used to be sleepy all the time. I was unmotivated. Uh, I didn't respect women, nor did I seek to respect women. When I was going out having sex with any, with any and every woman who, would, who felt like I was uh, their sexual desire, felt I matched, their, I matched their sexual desire, I didn't respect those women. Those women didn't respect me. Uh, I had failed relationship after failed relationship. I would argue with women. We didn't have anything common. We didn't have things in common to make a conducive relationship. Um, I even I end I even end up uh, creating a child into a circumstance of an unstable relationship with parents. So I have a child. I have a child now that is in this world with a with a parent on other, one side of the city and another parent on one side of the city, and we got the co-parent. And it's, it's, it's not as functional as it should be in that child's development. All because what? All because I got horny. <laughs> all because I was lustful and I did. All because I was lustful and I didn't allow myself to respect the process of sex. You have to respect the process of sex. And I just talked about the emotional standpoints on which I come from. So let's talk about the medical standpoint on which I come from. Because I already talked about emotionally, you end up being you end up being entangled in situations with people spiritually. That, like I said, is a sacred energy. It's a sacred energy exchange. So every time you have sex with somebody, whether you know it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, that person is a part of you. That energy, you just shared energy with that person. So that's why it's so easy for that person to frustrate you. That's why it's so easy for you to, you know what I'm saying, uh, try to push that person away because you feel something for that person now. You know what I'm saying? You feel something for that person. When that person gets hurt, you feel it. Whether you want to admit it or not, you feel it. You're exchanging energy with anybody and everybody and, and wonder why your life is being pulled in so many directions because you're, 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 you're sharing your energy. Your energy is being exploited, exploited and expanded to the point where it, you, you, you can't consolidate a thought or can't consolidate a pain without you being stretched one way or another. You're stretching yourself thin, in other words. <laughs> Literally. So that's just the emotional implications. Let's get to the medical implications. Because, you know, I, I always like to talk about the medical implications in, in a certain, in a certain uh, ritual. So the medical implications are... There are, there is a, a certain time of a person's life where they're ready for procreation or the sacred process of sex. The, woman, the woman's body goes through cycle. The man's bodies go through cycle where the, woman, where the woman's eggs is most fertilized. And when the man's sperm is the, at the highest peak of, you know what I'm saying, of the highest peak of circulation. These times are the times at which you should procreate. Also, there's a certain diet, which is very important, people. Family, this is very important. There's a certain diet for sex. Did you, did you know? And look this up when you, when you get done this part. Everything I do is not for you to, to believe in me or 
to to say take what I say as factual. Look it up. I get, I want you to think. I want to engage your mind in order to think. Did you know that your body does not know the difference between having sex, ejaculation, and running twelve and, and running twenty miles? Your body does not know the difference between running twenty miles and ejaculation. So that means when you ejaculate, you have used the same amount of nutrients and minerals that it takes to run 20 miles. Your body is not that. Why do you think, man, why do you think every time you bust a nut, you're ready to go to sleep? You can work out and you ain't tired. You can go to work and you come back home, you ain't tired. But after you bust that nut, you go to sleep. Sleep is the body's defense system in order to repair itself. You need to sleep because your body is going through a shock state of being malnutritioned and it needs to recover. And this, and this later equates to our children having deficiencies, our children having ailments, coming out with, with certain types of problems and diagnosis. But we're not respecting the process of sharing sacred energy. This is a sacred process. We need to learn more about the process of childbirth and how to and how to and how to respect it. Not only do we not expect sex, but we don't respect the the manifestation of childbirth. There is a beautiful thing that happens inside the inside of the inside of the melanated woman when she when she gives birth. Her egg chooses the sperm it, it, that is going to fertilize. Many people don't know that. That you were designed to be here. That egg chose you. We don't understand that even in the process of childbirth, the the minerals and the and the and the vitamins given to the child through the umbilical cord, even after birth help the child survive and live a, home, a, a strong, healthy life. This is a process that all of us had to take to get here. This is a sacred process and nothing sacred happens every day. <laughs> nothing sacred happens every day, family. Nothing sacred is casual. That's the oxymoron. Those two words are opposite. Ca- casual and sacred. Sacred is to be respected. Sacred is to be to be observed and, and observed and, and, and preserved. You have we have to preserve our sacred rituals. And sex is one of them. We have to preserve that. We have to teach our children that sex is not a lustful thing, but a beautiful nature. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful natural process of life that's meant to create more life. Now, if we teach those things, how hard is it to confuse that with, oh, sex is something that two men should do together. Oh, sex is something that two women should do together. Oh, sex is something that a a grown man does with a baby. Oh, sex is something that a a grown woman does with a little boy. Oh, sex is something that a, a grown man does with a little boy. It's easy to pervert things when you don't know the nature of them. The nature of sex is to bring life. 
That's the nature of it. And the sacred part of it is that it, it's supposed to be a beautiful process in which both of both people are on the are on common energy levels and that and that reach an understanding or a point in their relationship in which they they want to see growth and that growth in 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 terms brings them in union to manifest another child to manifest a child that's the most beautiful process is to bring another life onto this earth Everybody on this earth is half woman and a half man. They try to confuse you with those chromosomes. You got a chromosome. No, everybody on this earth is half woman and half man. Due to the part in which it took a man and a woman to create your existence here. So with that, with that being said alone. The process, and I know what y'all saying, man, is this world getting strange. You know, you got, you got, they got, and they, they implanting eggs in men and doing all this. But you have to realize, even though they plant eggs in a man, they implanting female eggs. A woman, they implant a woman organ inside of a man and for, for an unnatural process to happen. I'm talking about natural processes. I'm talking about the process in which we came through in life. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the, sci- the, the scientific blunders that they're trying to control and manipulate in order to, to make their way of life fashionable for us. Us as melanated people must make a stand, must make a stand, and we must understand and overstand the principles it takes to bring life on this earth. Sex is important. And we must not look at it at a, Europe, at a European point of view. We must look at it as how our ancestors viewed sex as a sacred, as a sacred ritual that two energies are, in, are intertwining in order to manifest another being. It's called sacred energy exchange because once you exchange those energies, you're manifesting another life on earth. And that next life is in part half you and half her. There is no confusion. There is no wonder why life is the way it is right now. Because people aren't are allowing themselves to respect the process in which they came to be. How could you not respect the process that it took you to get here? Everybody on this earth, it took sex for them to get here. But yet you, you, you pervert the nature of it and don't explain it to the generations to come. And they pervert the nature of it. So therefore, in every video you see women shaking, shaking, uh, shaking their bodies naked on TV. You see porn, pornography uh, being the number one muse, sex trafficking being the number one muse in the country. You see little girls being raped. You see little boys being ripped from their homes, being being raped in churches and in Catholic and in Catholic priesthoods. You see, there's nowhere safe for our children to grow up. Nowhere safe for women to live and function in society and be fearless and strong and respected because sex has made them targets of promiscuity. Let's wake up. We do not have to be the ambassadors of European destruction. 
Let's be the ambassadors of what our ancestors believed and let's put things in the natural order of life. The natural order of life is sex is a, a sacred energy exchange. Let's make it sacred again by respecting these principles and respecting ourselves in order to teach what is proper to the future generations. Because it doesn't matter what we constantly say if, we, if our actions aren't, aligned, aren't allowed, aligned with our with our motives, with our intentions, with our beliefs. If our actions aren't aligned with what we're, t- with what we're telling each other, then what's the purpose? I'm not coming to you talking about sex as a sacred energy exchange and I'm going off having sex every week, every day. No, I practice semen retention. When the time is right in order for me to manifest a child, then I will have sex. You're talking to someone who believes and respects the process. Believe and respect yourself. Respect the process so that when it is time for you to bring another life to this earth, that you're not weak, you're not, fe- you're not feeble, that, you can, that your body can endure the process, that your mind can endure the process, so that your child has a, a healthy chance of survival. I love you being black family. And because I love you, I tell you the earnest truth about what can have a positive impact in your life. Respect the process of manifestation. Respect the process of creating life. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. You're not a tool. You, sh- you, you, you are not a tool and you should not want, a be- want to be a tool of somebody else's of somebody else's game, of somebody else's benefit. Use your life in the best way you, you see fit and do what's best for your life and do what's best for people in your life and do what's best for the future generations so that they can know that they was loved, respected, and that the environment in which they come in has been cultivated for them to grow. I want to thank you all for listening, family. I want to thank you all for listening every week. Your time is very important to me. Your energy is very important to me. And thank you for allowing me to speak to you on these, on these concerns, on these, on these topics week by week. I've been growing with you. You've been growing with me. And I appreciate your love and support. Uh, continue to uh, continue to learn like I continue to learn and continue to make your uh, knowledge a African centered knowledge. Our people have been on this earth not for millions of years, billions of years. And not only that, we've been civilized, we've been in the conscious mind for over 200,000 years. We've traveled and been in conscious mind. So there is enough, there is enough information in our in our heads, in our minds, in our DNA to be more than capable of surviving this plight. Let's love ourselves, let's be our best selves, and let's promote love and prosperity. Until next time, thank you for being black. Hotel family.